If you're looking for industry insider knowledge or seeking advice on the hottest prospects and rookies, if your goal is a better return on investment, these next 30 minutes will not help with any of that. We're going to talk cards. We're going to talk about life. We're going to share some laughs. And we're most definitely going to wax nostalgic. Coming to you from the Why I Collect Studios in the Rod Carew Man Cave, deep in the bowels of the EN Sports Cards Estate, in the heart of Louisville, Kentucky. Broadcasting around the world. So put that junk wax binder down and your headphones on. You're listening to the People Over Cards podcast with your host, Che. A Heart of the Hobby production. Welcome, my friends. I'm your host, Che, from ensportscards.com, and you're listening to the People Over Cards podcast. Happy Monday and happy Independence Day. It's Monday, July 3rd, 2023, and this is Episode 7 of People Over Cards. My guest today has spent the last nine years on a mission to make a difference and an impact in the lives of America's homeless and disabled veterans. He's the founder of the nonprofit organization Signatures for Soldiers, a charity that uses autographed sports cards and memorabilia to raise funds for veterans in need. It makes me very happy to welcome Tim Virgilio to the show. Tim, how are you tonight, my friend? I am well, Jay. Thank you for having me on. This is uh, really, really exciting, very much an honor for me to be on board. So thank you. Oh, I, the, the honor is mine. Uh, you know, I, I followed what you've been doing since, since I, found, I found you on, on Twitter. Um, gosh, I guess it was three or four years ago when I first got introduced to you and i um, I followed your, your mission and and all the good things you've done um, over, over that time, and uh, I'm, I'm really happy that you're able to be with me here tonight. So um, let's get right to this if, you, if you're ready. So I don't know if you've listened to the show or not, but I always like to start off with a little icebreaker just to ask you <laughs> four <laughs> you know, quick and easy questions that have nothing to do with what we're going to talk about later, just just kind of um, to get us ready, ready to go and um, get the kinks out. So are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Number one, did you play sports when you were younger? And if you did, what was your favorite? I did. Um, my, my first love has been always will be, um, baseball. Um, you know, I, I remember playing it from a very young age. Um, also played soccer for a while. Um, then in high school ran track and field. So, um, yeah, so quite, quite a number, you know, different, different varying things there. Yeah. All around, all around athlete. I I was baseball was my main sport from five years old through my senior year in high school. Um, it's pretty much, I dabbled in basketball a little bit, but it was mainly baseball for me as well. So, all right. Question number two, do you have any hobbies other than collecting sports cards? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, 
Ah, trying to think. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot of other things that I enjoy. Um, my wife and I really enjoy um, doing concerts, going to festivals. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a pseudo beer connoisseur. Um, not not a beer snob, but but uh, you know, I, I enjoy kind of the craft beers. Um, oh, that's so, another conversation we need to have after after this. Yeah, day, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did not Certain. know that about you. Yeah, certain beers I'm I'm not a big fan of. You know, I, I'm not I don't really like the um, I, I'm not a big IPA guy. You know, too too hoppy and really don't like uh, the heavy beers like stouts and porters. But uh, hey, you know. I was just having that conversation with my dad on Father's Day, and we were talking about IPAs and stouts and porters, and I, I said the same thing. I did teach myself to like IPAs. It took me a while, um, yeah. but I can handle those now. But I'm, I'm still not a stout or a porter guy for sure. All right, well, thanks for that. Um, question number three, if there were 25 hours in a day, what would you do with that extra hour? Signatures for soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that might be the answer. And, uh, I absolutely. Uh, I understand that for sure. It is a labor of love for you. I know it is. All right. Uh, question number four, uh, it's always, a uh, always a off the wall, silly one, but question number four, peanut butter. Crunchy or smooth? Mm, depends on my mood. Most of the time, smooth. But you know, it's just like anything else. Every now and again, you get that that craving. You, you got to have the crunch every now and again. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for playing along with that. Um, that just helps us get jump started before we begin the real questions. Uh, but having said that, why don't we go ahead and dive right into why we're here tonight? So, sure. um, I will start with the same question that I've asked every guest so far, and it'll probably be the same question I ask every guest going forward. Um, you know, this podcast is about the hobby and the people in the hobby of collecting sports cars at heart. Um, so, you know, I've known you, I, I followed you on Twitter. Um, I see the, all the good works you do, um, but I don't know a whole lot about your collecting. Um, so how did you get started in the hobby? Um, what is your hobby collecting origin story? It's probably the earliest um, memory that I can, that I have about collecting um, was, you know, like around 1979, 1980. Um, my, my parents had friends and, and the one gentleman owned a convenience store. And every time they'd come over, you know, to have dinner with my parents, um, he would always bring packs of cards with them and uh you know majority of it was baseball cards you know you bring them from the convenience store and give them to my brothers and i and you know we'd open them up and um so i think that's really kind of where it all started for me so you know kind of 1980 you know six seven years old um so that that's really where it started and then you know like every other collector just started collecting from there um and probably when i was about uh 13, 14 years old is when I really started to get into collecting uh, autographs. Um, and, you know, so, so I've leaned more, my, as far as my personal collection is more leaning towards autographs than it is um, raw or graded cards. Um, so that, that's kind of how it all, all, all started, so to speak. Gotcha. So I know today you you, were, you just said a minute ago if you had an extra hour in the day you would spend it on 
signatures for soldiers. Do you mm-hmm. find time today to still actively collect? Do you still have your own collection that you add to, or have, have you kind of put that on the back burner because you're so dedicated to, to the, the charitable work? Yeah. You know, I was having a conversation with somebody last week about this, that, um, you know, my, as far as my collecting goes, my personal collecting, it really, it, it really has slowed down. You know, when people ask me what I collect now, you know, I, I have certain players that I'll pick up cards of them from time to time. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm working on the 1985 Topps baseball set, getting that signed. Um, so I work on that. But outside of those, you know, my collection now, you know, for the last nine years has really become collecting people and collecting stories uh, because Signatures for Soldiers has just allowed me and afforded me the opportunity just to interact and meet people that I probably would not have crossed paths with previously. And, you know, that I think that's why I really enjoy these interviews these podcasts because I, I get to share my collection and, and what I mean by that is I get to share the stories and I get to get to share the people um, that have made signatures for soldiers so successful um, you know because a lot of people will often thank me for for what I'm doing and um, you know the amazing work I'm doing and and my response is the same it, it always has been um, I can't do any of this without you, <laughs> without people like you and, and, and all the other collectors and the, and the companies in the hobby that have gotten behind this. It's, um, it, it just started from very humble beginnings and I had no, no intention, no plan for it to turn into what it has turned into. And it's just been simply amazing. So, so really, I mean, now, you know, like I said, my, my collection now is, you know, it, it are, are the people and, and the stories and, um, that I get to share. So it's, it's really been a lot of fun. I love, love, love that answer. That's pretty apropos for this podcast, right? People <laughs> over cards. So I absolutely love that answer. You yeah. know, every card has a story uh, and yeah. it sounds like that you really have truly embraced that, but you, yeah. you just spoke of something that that I had written here on my show notes. That was that was my next question, and you let you're leading perfectly right into it. So, um, you're coming up on a decade of doing signatures for soldiers. Can you yeah. take us back to 2014 and tell us how did you come up with this idea that I want to take the you know I love collecting autograph cards myself, but I want to do something more. I want to take these autograph cards and I'm going to get more autograph cards and, and autograph sports memorabilia. And I'm going to sell these and take this money I raise to benefit homeless and disabled veterans. How did you come up with this, this concept? Well, to really understand it, you know, you have to go back to 2007. Um, so in 2007, my wife and I moved to North Carolina and within the first few months, uh, my wife meets a gentleman um, and introduces him to me. And and this gentleman was um, in the process of standing up his own nonprofit to help uh, to help disabled veterans. And so my wife and I became had uh, got to know Mike. We became really good friends with him, um, and and we 
started to really do a lot of volunteer work for his organization from, you know, doing fundraisers, doing, you know, being hands-on with projects. Um, I, I was on their board of directors. Uh, my wife and I were on their advisory board. So then, my, you know, fast forward seven years later, my job then takes me out of the state of North Carolina. And, you know, I, I was just sitting there one night. Um, I, I still remember it was Thursday night. I'm watching the Thursday night NFL game in my living room and just sitting there just, you know, like, like anybody just kind of unwinding from the day and, you know, my mind starts to wander and, and I remember being a kid going, yeah, you know, I'm going to amass this big, huge collection. And at some point, you know, when my days are done, um, you know, I, I want to have it sold and have all the money go to charity. You know, I remember having that thought as a kid. And, you know, so I'm sitting there that Thursday night and I'm one and I just kind of looking around, I'm going, what am I waiting for? And you know, that's when I, I just started to think about, okay, how could I use my hobby of um, autograph collecting and, and you know, hopefully raise $500 for this charity. And, um, and that's really how it started. Um, so I, I started reaching out to athletes, you know, letting them know, you know, asking them, would you sign a couple cards? I'm going to turn around, I'm going to sell the cards and 100% of the money will go directly to this particular charity to help homeless and disabled veterans. And that's how it started. Um, and, and then it just took on the life of its own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would say it, it certainly has. Um, so you reach out to athletes. Do, have you found that you have... Uh, certain athletes who, who have continued to help you over the years? Have you, have you grown? Oh, I guess the word portfolio is probably wrong, but do you have, <laughs> do you have athletes that continue to help you over and over again? That's kind of your go-to guys. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, so, you know, it, obviously in the beginning when I'm starting, you know, Hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. You know, this is what I want to do. Um, you know, and, and, you know, these, these athletes, you know, they get asked for a million favors a day, you know, and, and they have to sift through all of that and, you know, what's legit, what isn't legit. And, um, and, you know, I've always been aware of that. I've always been respectful of that. Um, so, you know, in the beginning, it was kind of slow going, you know, you know, this guy would say, yes, this guy I might not hear from for six months, <laughs> you know, those types of things. And, and over the years, you know, as I've done it and, you know, it's, you know, athletes know each other, know somebody who knows, knows the other guy type thing. And, um, and after a while, you know, these guys start vouching for me to say, Hey, yeah, you know, Tim, Tim's legit with what he's doing. Um, so that has helped with gaining more and more support. Um, you know, last count, I probably had five, 600 athletes that would sign for me on a regular basis. Um, wow. you know, yeah, it, it, it's amazing. And, um, and just, uh, you know, there definitely are certain guys that I don't even have to contact them to say, Hey, can I send you a couple cards? You know, I, I just send them. And, you know, a week later, they're back, <laughs> you know, because, yeah, because these guys have just said, Tim, you know, 
time forward, whatever, you know, whatever you need. Um, you know, and then there's other guys, you know, I, I don't have that level of relationship with. So, you know, I'll, you know, every six months or when I start to notice that I have a low inventory, I'll reach out and say, hey, you know, um, is it okay for me to send a few additional items? And, and more often than not, they, they're more than agreeable to it. That's that's unbelievable. That I, I did not know that the number was was that high. That's so cool to me. Um, and this just dawned on me. And mm-hmm. you might not know even know who he is, but have you ever worked with Jacob Tammy? Played for the Colts and played for the the Broncos. With, yeah, tied in with, with Peyton Manning. Um, he went to my high school. Uh, went, he was uh, five years behind me, but uh, he was in school with my brothers. Um, but he has a foundation dedicated to building homes for disabled veterans. Really? That's all he I does for his charitable. That. Yeah, his charitable work. Uh, he has a local golf scramble here every year. Um, that is a, it is a mission near and dear to his heart. So um, I know he's on Twitter at Jacob Tammy. Um, it might be somebody who you reach out to um, because you have very like-minded missions. Um, so maybe he could help you make some more connections. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I mean, I obviously, you know, with us being our full um, nonprofit status, you know, that absolutely aligns with what what we are doing, because um, now, uh, you know, what we the Signatures to Folgers no longer supports just one charity. Um, we, we are our own registered 501c3. So what we do now is we raise money with the goal to to kind of do two things. One, provide direct aid to um, disabled and homeless veterans in need. Um, and, and we have an internal process that we go through to vet that. And then the other uh, branch of it is actually writing out grants to nonprofit, smaller nonprofits that help homeless and disabled veterans that are, are like-minded. So that, that's really how we've kind of grown and tried to have tried to really expand uh, our reach and and our impact. Okay. That, that kind of led right into kind of twice this has happened. Your, your answer is (laughs) what I was going to ask next, which is perfect. But I was going to ask if you could give some examples of the things you've done to help these men and women who who find themselves in, in need of assistance, like some of the some of the things that over the years that you, that you have done that may be the most memorable, or things that sure. that you do on a consistent basis to, that that you use this money for. Yeah. So up until um, May of 2022, um, you know, we were basically functioning under the umbrella of of the nonprofit that we were supporting. So basically, all the money went to them. Um, where they would then use the money to do um, home modifications from you know building a wheelchair ramp to allow for easier access in and out of a home to um, remodeling of the interior of the house including the bathroom to allow for um, easier use for for the home for the disabled veteran to you know uh, supporting homeless veterans with um, you know with with uh, just basic day-to-day uh, hygiene items and things like that um, to um, helping to furnish apartments for 
formerly homeless veterans that got into safe housing. So uh, there were there were a lot of ways that they used the money that way. But uh, since we stood up as our own nonprofit in May of 22, um, and actually this is kind of a timely <laughs> timely question because. Um, I, I recently spoke about what we were able to accomplish from May of 22 to May of this year. Uh, and it was, it was actually, you know, I, I go about day to day doing this and, and you know, just a, a peek behind the curtain and into my own head. There's times that I'm like, you know, am I really, am I really doing doing something worthwhile? Am, am I really, you know, making a difference or am I just kind of under the guise of doing something and just really kind of selling sports cards and having fun with it? Um, and what I realized when I, when I was kind of putting together a retrospective from last year to kind of share with a group of individuals was I'm actually doing both. <laughs> I'm having, I'm having, a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm selling, I'm, I'm selling a lot of really cool items and getting things into the hands of collectors to, to help build their, their own collection, which is, always, you know, which is really great. And it's, it's satisfying as a collector myself, but then I'm also turning around and doing something worthwhile. And um, so since May of 2022 um, through May of 23, Signatures for Soldiers raised $83,500. With that money, we purchased... Uh, wow, in one year. In one year, yep. Uh, we purchased... We pur with that money, we purchased um, beds. So the beds included the mattress, the box spring. So it was a... Let's see. They were queen-size mattresses box springs, bed frame, sheets, and pillows, all brand new for 25 formerly homeless veterans. So there, there's a program where they're able to get um, vouchers to afford, um, to afford safe housing based off of what their income is. It's a great program. Problem is, you take some, you take a veteran who's homeless, the only thing that they have really is whatever they're able to carry. So for so we purchased those beds for 25 veterans. So then they literally had a place to, to a bed to sleep in. You know something that I know I take for granted um, that I have a bed to sleep in tonight. Um, so we we used it for that. Um, we used the money to also um, buy Thanksgiving meals for 100 veterans and their families. Uh, at Christmas time, we bought $125 gift cards so that um, formerly homeless veterans could have Christmas meals. Uh, you know, we awarded six grants to other nonprofits that help veterans, um, and those six grants totaled $26,500. And then we were able to provide direct aid to 12 veterans um, who who had certain needs, and that totaled um, over nineteen thousand six hundred dollars. So, you know, I, I go about day to day, and it's like, okay, you know, am I really making an impact? And but then when I have those quiet moments where I'm able to reflect back and, and see, this is what this program, what what the Signatures for Soldiers community is able to do. It's the only words. And they're not even close. 
it's humbling. It's amazing. It's it, it, it's inspiring. <laughs> it's not even close to how I, I really feel about it. It has got to be so fulfilling. I mean, you are unequivocally making an impact. And I, I can't imagine the sense of fulfillment, like you said, in those quiet times of reflection to think, my goodness, look at what we've done. That That's amazing, sir. That's absolutely yeah. amazing. And, and that's why, you know, like you'll follow me, you know, you follow me on Twitter. And that's why sometimes you'll just, you'll see these random tweets where I'll, I'll just be like, you know, I'll, I'll just, the, the tweet will be something like, you know, my heart is so full of gratitude right now because it's, you know, I've had, I've had one of those quiet moments where I, I've been able to reflect back and um, whether it's on something specific or something like this, then I go, this is amazing. <laughs> you know, this is amazing. And, and, and what, you know, I, I talk about it being humbling because, you know, I'm no one important. I'm just a guy that gets up in the morning, goes to work, tries to provide for his family. And yet, there's hundreds, thousands of people that have gotten behind this cause and, and have given a level of support that I, I could have never have imagined nine years ago. Uh, I bet. I mean, that's it's an amazing story. I mean, it's an absolute <laughs> amazing story. And, um, you know, that leads me to, Another amazing thing that, that I think just came about for you, and I'll preface that by saying you and I first met last summer in Atlantic City at yep. the National Sports Collectors Convention. Um, mm -hmm. On a side note, your table was my absolute favorite table at the whole place. I oh, bought, you're just saying that. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> I bought, you had Eric Davis after Eric Davis after Eric Davis autograph for $10 a card, and yeah. I bought a bunch of them. And then I got home and I was telling Jen, I was like, I, I, why didn't I buy them all? I can't believe I didn't buy them all. But, you know, they were 10 bucks a piece and you had so many. Um, but anyway, I digress. But I, I, I loved your table. I love talking to you. You know, we, I probably spent 15 or 20 minutes being able to talk to you and getting to know you a little bit. Uh, so I, I truly enjoyed uh, that experience. But I know through our conversation last year at, at the National that it was a bit of a chore and a struggle for you to even be able to set up there last year. But from what I hear, that's not going to be the case this year, is it? No, no. It's so um, 2018, um, we, we being Signatures for Soldiers, we got invited to the National um, in Cleveland. And there's a gentleman by the name of Dave Gelfman. Um, he owns a company called Ripping Wax. They um, sponsor the Breakers Pavilion at the National every year. And um, in 2018, he gave us a small booth space for us to set up, um, you know, just to sell sell what we had and get get our name out. And um, at that time, I, you know, at that time, I probably had raised about $3,500. And then, oh, so over the course of, you know, those four or five days that we were in Cleveland, um, you know, we walked away with like $4,200 just from that. So, I mean, I was absolutely thrilled. I'm like, wow, you know, we just dealt, we did more than double <laughs> what we had raised up to that point. Um, and, and every year thereafter, um, Dave has invited us back and has donated the, the booth space. And, um, 
you know, last year he was extremely generous with, with the space that he gave us. Um, and then, you know, so we'll be back in Chicago this year. Um, and he'll be giving us space again in the Breakers Pavilion. Um, so we'll have our own booth set up there as well again this year. Um, so it's, you know, it, it's things like that that are just really inspiring, um, you know, because Dave, you know, he he didn't know me and he he was like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll support what you're doing because I believe in what you're doing. And, and, you know, I like to think that he and I have become good friends as a result of that. And he's just his his support has just been second to none, um, you know, just, the, you know, if you just think about how much well, that, that's amazing to have that that's that kind of support from someone yeah. on the inside. Now, did, did I miss hear this or did I, did I imagine that I read this? Were you tabbed as one of the official charities of, of the national this year? Yeah. Um, exciting, exciting again. Um, so this is now the third year in a row um, that the national has asked us to be their charity partner. Um, which is which is really exciting um, because again this year um, pristine auction is partnering with us they're going to run an online auction starting uh, July 1st it will run through 9 p.m eastern um, that Saturday of the national so what is that July 29th um, and there's going to be a lot of great items. I think last year we had about 200 items um, that were up for auction. And what's really cool about it is um, if you're living in Butte, Montana and unable to make it to the national, you can sit there on your computer and bid on these items. And if you win, you pay for it and it gets shipped to your house. So, and, and what's and then, why is that great for signatures for soldiers is because pristine is waiving all of their fees. So hundred percent of the bid price is coming directly to signatures for soldiers. Oh, that, that, that is, that's amazing. And I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll be there again this year. And I absolutely look forward uh, to coming back to your table to buy more Eric Davis autographs. I'll probably <laughs> buy them all this time. Okay. And, I, and I look forward to, to just to being able to have another face-to-face conversation with you. So I'm really excited about that. So, yeah. Um, last thing I want to ask you is, is what's your vision for the next nine years of signature soldiers? And, and how can, can people who are listening to this, who are being exposed to you for the first time, how can they help? Sure. You know, um, I've been asked that a lot lately as far as, you know, what's, what, what's the future look like? Um, if somehow I were to, were able to turn this into a, a full-time thing for me, um, that, that would be fantastic. Um, just to be able to do this on a full-time basis. I mean, you know, because right now it's just me doing it evenings and weekends when I'm not busy with my full-time job when I'm not busy being a, a husband to my wife or, or being a being a dog dad to my dogs, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, I, I, I would love to see, see signatures for soldiers kind of move in that direction at some point. Um, but, you know, for the foreseeable future, you know, it's, it, because it's, it's an all-volunteer nonprofit, I just want to have fun with it. I want people to have fun with it. Um, it. And at the same time, just raise awareness for 
you know, what are what some of our veterans are going through, um, whether it be due to disability, due to homelessness, or or a combination thereof. Um, because there's there's a lot of men and women out there that have served our country, um, you know, and, and have asked for nothing in return, and you know, just, just need some added support now that they're now that they're out of the service. Um, as far as like what people can do to help support, um, you know, obviously, the, you know, the basics, you know, visit our website, signatures, the number four soldiers.com. Check us out. Um, you know, every month I put out a uh, kind of a monthly update, um, you know, and you can sign up for those email blasts. Um, and then we also just post them on the website. So if you're not signed up for them, you can leave them there. Um, check out our inventory. Um, although I need to do some work to get that updated, um, especially after I come back from the national, because <laughs> my inventory will look very different after we leave the national and it, it oh, does man. every year. Um, and then, you know, following, following signatures for soldiers on social media and just continuing to help spread the word, um, you know, about what we're doing and, and sharing it with others, you know, whether they're into sports collecting or not. Um, you know, and, and because we are an all volunteer nonprofit, you know, we, re I, I really don't buy anything. It, it, so everything we have is based off of donations so that this way I can funnel as much money into helping homeless and disabled veterans. So if there are items that somebody wants to donate, they just need to simply reach out to me um, and, and we can coordinate that. Um, and when I talk about items, they can be autographed items. They don't need to be certified. Um, I've been, you know, like I said, I've been collecting for, oh God, 35, 40 years now. Um, so, I, you know, I have a pretty good eye for that. And if there's something that's questionable, you know, like I can ask some experts their opinions on it. Um, so, you know, we take autographed items from cards to photos to, to balls to helmets to you know just about anything um they don't have to have any you know minimum dollar value um you know because at this point we have raised over two hundred thirty six thousand dollars um since we started and that has literally been you know as you were alluding to you know a couple dollars here a couple dollars there um, and it adds up very quickly. Um, and, and, and I think that's the important message is that my wife and I talk and, and we firmly believe everybody wants to help. They just don't know how to help or, or they don't think that what they can, what they can afford is going to make a difference. So they don't, um, you know, and, and again, over nine years, you know, with, people buying things for a few dollars here, a few dollars there, you know, probably less than the cost, less than the cost of a cup of coffee. You know, we've been able to spend $236,000 now homeless and disabled veterans over nine years. Um, you know, so, so that's, that's, uh, you know, I think that's really an important message. Um, and then, you know, I also accept um, unsigned, items you know um i i probably have 50 60 000 cards which a good portion of those i still need to go through and organize um because i just never know who the next person up is going to be that's going to sign for me so it's always nice to just kind of have that that inventory at hand i'm i'm still wrapping my mind around 
236,000. <laughs> I, I, I know when, when I, yeah. I, yeah. So I think the last count I did was $236,526. So that's and, almost a quarter of a million dollars, Tim. Mm -hmm, I mean, you're, yeah, this year I, I, you'll probably get to that quarter of a million dollars. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. And it's amazing. That's wonderful. And it's beautiful. I, I love it. Yeah, it it's $236,000 more than, than what my original goal was. My original goal was $500. <laughs> and, and yeah. And, and break and breaking that two and breaking that 250 mark will probably happen at the national which is really oh, I'm sure i'm sure yeah which is really cool you will have to to celebrate that and shout it out so we can celebrate with you but i do want to add this yesterday was father's day mm -hmm. and i spent the day with my dad who is a vietnam vet and who is now 100 percent disabled um not not because of um, direct things that happened in the war, sure. um, just over the years. Um, mm -hmm. and he's been fortunate in that the VA has been a wonderful for him and he, he has not needed the assistance of an organization like yours, but I'm damn glad that you're out there for, for guys who, who have needed you. So from the bottom of my heart, I truly appreciate you. Thanks, I appreciate that. Yeah. And, and, and I think that, you know, I think you raise an important point there um sometimes the disabilities that our our men and women face sometimes it's just related to getting old yeah. <laughs> you know and and they just need some help that way um well i i am glad that you are you, that you were there for them sir so well thank you i appreciate that and thank you so much for coming on with me today i you know, i knew that's why I do this. I knew a lot of that stuff about you, but I didn't know <laughs> all that stuff. And just to sit and listen to you be able to, to in a long form, tell your story uninterrupted. Um, I hope that the people out there listening got as much from that as I did. I, I truly enjoyed hearing you tell your story. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on uh, with me today. I, yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for the platform. Um, it's, uh, it, you know, I, I can talk. I mean, as, as you saw at the national, I can talk hours and hours <laughs> on end about this stuff. I just, you know, I, I love doing it. I, I have fun with it. Um, and just kind of what you told me, you know, it, it, it's always amazing because it's always, you know, you just start to talk to somebody and, and all of a sudden, you know, they, there's some personal connection for so many people to this population. And, and until you start talking to folks and seeing what that, what that is, and, and it's typically either, oh, I served or, or my loved one served. And, um, you know, there, there's just that connection there. And I, I really just feel like, you know, all of us together can make such an important difference. Tim, that is so well said, and I believe it's the perfect note in this conversation on. Again, I want to thank you for taking the time to share your hobby journey and your mission to help our veterans and your vision for its future. It's truly been an honor to have you as my guest tonight. And as always, I want to thank you, the listener. If you've enjoyed learning about Tim and his organization as much as I did, go give him a follow on Twitter. He mentioned it before, but it's at SIGS, the number four, soldiers. And then be sure to go visit his website, which is Signatures 
soldiers.com. That's signatures, the number four, soldiers.com. I'll link both of those in the episode description below. Be sure to follow along and celebrate with him when he gets to that quarter of a million dollar mark next month in Chicago. It's going to be so awesome. Also, if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please be sure to subscribe or follow on whichever platform you may be listening. That's really the best way you can help this thing grow. I'll be back next week with another new guest, and I hope you will be as well. Until then, this is Che, wishing you happy collecting.